0: everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That, a podcast answering that question each episode. If you have been following along, you know that we are doing a little mini-series highlighting the Southern Sea Summit that I was at earlier this month Georgia, I met so many new friends. There were so many incredible takeaways. Everyone had a different experience. Everyone had something new to share that they learned about their business. And because we have episodes with guests scheduled so far out in advance, and I met so many incredible women, I thought, you know, I don't really want to wait until we have a Tuesday opening. Let's go ahead and get some of these ladies on an episode. And let's debrief and discuss the the conference because truly I left feeling so inspired and motivated and just excited about what's to come for the podcast. And I wanted to catch up with my friends. I wanted to hear what they were thinking, what their takeaways were, what is it that they're going to step into? What are they going to change about their business? So Selfishly, this is very much a uh, me talking to my friends that I met, some of them I knew through Instagram beforehand, um, and that was the case with Jessica. She's an amazing listener and has an incredible business that she's going to share a little bit about with you guys, and she's going to share a really interesting perspective as someone who went to the conference um, with product That's obviously not my experience as I'm more of um, stepping into a media kind of service role, but her eyes and ears were really um, in the know as to, okay, what does it look like for product launches, collaborations, things like that. And remember you guys, these episodes, while they are very focused on the conference that we were all just involved in, the takeaways and the lessons are really for anybody. So if you are an entrepreneur, I think this mini series is going to be really beneficial and fun for you to hear and to dive into lastly if you have not left a five-star review on itunes for the podcast i highly suggest doing so and if you want to support we do have a monthly support set up on anchor you guys can find all of those links on our bio at how to do podcast or my personal instagram at emily landers i cannot thank you guys enough for your support Well, how about this? Without further ado, here is Jessica Petticord on How'd She Do That? Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's special mini-series recapping the TSC Summit with my friend Jessica Petticord. Jessica, welcome to How'd She Do That.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Your podcast got me through some long drives back and forth from Tennessee to North Carolina, Uh so it's really
0: exciting to be on here today. Well, and it was even more exciting to meet you in person last week in Sea Island, which is why you're here, and to have seen what you've been up to. Can you give my listeners some insight as to who you are? Maybe introduce yourself.
1: Yes, of course. So I'm Jessica and my business is simply Jessica Marie and I'm a watercolor artist based in Knoxville, Tennessee. We just moved back last year from Dallas, so we were there for a few years. but Tennessee is now probably our forever home. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm a watercolor artist, heirloom family crest designer and an online lifestyle shop owner. and I'm really passionate about preserving family memories and decorating intentionally. And I love specializing in what I call simple staples made special. So, everyday lifestyle products featuring fanciful watercolor paintings and patterns that really hopefully help you live your most intentional colorful and joyful life, like floral latte mugs that are pretty enough to leave out on your kitchen table or monogram stationery sets that have these really sweet scalloped edges, things that you could gift to your friends and family, like art prints, tea towels, and stir sticks that are really thoughtful, um, kind of stuff like that. That's what I really love designing and helping to bring joy into other people's lives.
0: Oh my gosh. Literally, I couldn't have done a better intro. So thank (laughs) you. It is so fun to hear all of the different things that you've stepped into. And just a little insight for listeners, because I think this is really fun. We were Instagram friends before we were able to meet in Sea Island, but we had so much fun and there's so much to unpack from the conference. And you were so sweet. We ran into each other at the airport and I kind of pitched this idea to you like, Jessica, can you come on? and share what you've learned and what your experience was like and all of that good stuff. So let's dive in because a lot of these questions, I actually don't think I know the answer to, but I'd love to hear how did you originally hear about the conference and what did that kind of introduction look like for you?
1: Yeah. So I feel like I have a unique story on this because I actually went a really long time ago. I mean, not that long ago, but it was probably 2014 or 2015. Oh, wow. Right after college, I was working for a wedding planner in Nashville. And this is back when they had the summits kind of all throughout the South. And so they were in Nashville. So my boss at the time, let me tag along for one of the days. And it was really cool to get to experience that at such a young age. And oh. then I've always wanted to come back ever since then, but just just with some scheduling conflicts. Like I was in Hawaii two years ago during the summit. And Ugh. then last year it was right around the time that we were moving back to Tennessee. So I was just really excited to get to come back. So I've been a
0: long time admirer
1: of the Southern Sea and just kind of waiting for that perfect opportunity to come back
0: on my own accord. Oh my gosh. Well, it's cool to hear that that was that your first introduction to what conferences look like, or had you been to conferences and other entities and other roles?
1: I have been to a couple of other conferences. I um, I interned with uh, Southern Weddings when I was a senior in college okay. and they had a conference called Making Things Happen. And so I actually went to that my senior year in college. So I think that one. And then my boss at the time in Nashville, she ran a conference as well. And so I kind of helped her from an assistant standpoint. Okay. So I've been to a few conferences, I'm a little bit of a conference junkie, but <laughs> Southern State is definitely one of my favorites. So.
0: Well, it's just so funny because I guess the conferences that I have been um, privy to have been nothing like this experience and even like having the tangible relationships and friendships to want to hear what your takeaways were. I- I've just yeah. never experienced that. So I think that's part of the fun of connecting with you again. It's like, okay, well, let's dive in. Let's, let's think about this, but okay. So you mentioned you'd been, and you had tagged along with another business, another entity. So Mm -hmm. this was your first time representing you, right? Yes. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Wow. So this year, why did you originally want to go? What was the hope behind this summit?
1: Yeah, so it's going to sound a little bit cheesy, but my word for the year this year is collaborate. I hadn't even set out with the intention of choosing a word for the year. I haven't done that in a couple of years, but there was one of those things on Instagram where it's like the first three words you see in this grid of jumbled up letters are going to be your word of the year. And Collaborate was actually one of them. And it was something that was in the back of my mind and kind of on my heart for a while anyway. And I was like, oh, that actually feels perfect. And then looking at their website and their mission and seeing that Collaborate is one of their core values, I was like, this is just meant to be. And yeah. then seeing the speaker lineup and some of my friends who are attending, um, it just really kind of all fell together. and. I knew I had to go and it was something I couldn't miss out on.
0: Oh, well, I love that that was the word. And that's one takeaway that I had. I was talking to my twin sister yesterday and I was like, girl, I know how to do collaborations now. Get ready. (laughs) She's like, oh my gosh, calm down. (laughs) No, but she's like, she's so excited like you. And I'm sure we're going to continue to get into what that looked like and and your Mm -hmm. tangible action items. But one thing that I always find so interesting um. And I don't know if it's uh, being in LA, we don't have anything to talk about with the weather. So we talk about, um, traffic (laughs) and, and things like that, but I'm always so curious how people got places. So tell us about, you know, what were the logistics, who were you leaving at home? Um, what did your flight look like or your drive? Tell us about what the logistics were for you specifically to make the time to go to this conference.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a little geographically challenged. And when I thought <laughs> it was in Georgia, I was like, oh, perfect. Georgia is probably a few hours away from where I am. I'll just drive. That'll right. be great. And then, you know, it's at the most furthest point in Georgia away from where I am in Knoxville, Tennessee. So it would have been a seven and a half hour drive, which would have been uh, a little bit challenging. Yes. So I booked a flight and I have um, my sweet husband, his name is Zach. And then we have two dogs, Oscar and Louie. So um. I left defend for themselves for a little while here to hold down the fort but i got a really early morning flight it was i think seven in the morning out of knoxville and knoxville's a pretty small airport and so i had a connecting flight in charlotte and i did not plan wisely because i only had an hour layover in charlotte and our flight in the morning was delayed by an hour and didn't know that until we were on the plane there was some frost, I guess, on the wings and the defrosting machines. I guess they only had two of them and they were both broken. And Uh. so they're, game plan was to wait for the sunrise to melt the frost.
0: Oh my. we had to
1: wait an hour and I ended up making it just in time. But I was, I felt like a cartoon character running through the airport (laughs) with my heart like beating out of my chest because of course the gates weren't close to one another. And so I was sprinting and it was probably like a 10 minute total of like just straight running from one end to the other. Oh my. Um, but I ended up making it, I got a row on the flight that was by myself. So I got to kind of calm down a little bit. Um, but finally made it. And then I also didn't realize that the Jacksonville airport is about like an hour and 15 minutes. from And so I then got, I waited a couple hours at that airport for Christelle from styling brunette and her boss from canvas style. And they so graciously let me. Tag along in their shuttle to Sea island. Oh, so nice! Kind of an adventure to get there. Yeah. Next year, I'll probably plan better. I might. My sister lives in Atlanta, so I'm thinking that I'll probably just break up the drive stay with her in Atlanta and then drive yeah, a little bit, just having it more in my control would yeah. feel better. <laughs> yes.
0: But I love breaking that down because I think so often that those are kind of the behind the scenes that you might not see on Instagram, you know, the the yeah. travel element. And I shared in detail what went down with my travels, but yeah. just the commitment of even getting there. So I'm so impressed that that's the situation you found yourself in. And for those of mm-hmm. you who are listening, if you're worrisome about travel and, and that's something that kind of stresses you out, well, listen you figure it out as you go and you find out oh it's an hour away oh it's this this and it's all good so i think that's something too that can kind of soothe people's minds it's like it all works out and we get there
1: i might try and get in the day before i was gonna ask yes Yeah, I got in on Tuesday. I just joined the membership right before the conference, so I knew I wanted to go to the members party. But I think next year I might even get in on Monday or something just to have buffer room for travel and then to be able to relax and unwind and not have to immediately go into socializing and networking, just to be able to (laughs) maybe go to that fabulous spa or something.
0: could not agree more. My plan is like husband is coming and I'm staying there a week. (laughs) Yes, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And where did you stay? There were a couple of different options. Where did you find yourself?
1: Yeah, we were at the inn. I was staying with a roommate, which was really fun. I definitely recommend finding a roommate to stay with if you can. If you're not coming with a loved one or family member, it just made the experience a lot more enjoyable to have a buddy. So we were staying at the inn, but I did get to see some of the rooms at the cloister and they
0: were beautiful. So so fun. Well, I know that you mentioned earlier that you knew of the guests that were coming and of the speakers. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious, who were you most excited to meet?
1: Oh gosh, I have a really long list. So all of the speakers were incredible, but my list is kind of more attendees who were there. So I was really excited to meet Kate from Bobble Stockings. I have been obsessed with her and her business for quite a while now. And so it was really fun to get to meet her. She actually direct messaged me on Instagram beforehand asking if I had dinner plans one night and I felt like it was the biggest girl crush moment. I was like, oh my gosh, Kate asked (laughs) me to dinner. So I immediately told Zach. So I was really excited to get to meet her and then Paige my from pink clutch. I was really excited to meet her and her friend, Nicole from the grand millennial shop in person. They're just the cutest, best friends ever. And I've also followed them on Instagram for a while. So I was really excited to get to meet them. And then I also had a fangirl moment with Sarah Tucker. Um, and when she recognized me in person, that just felt really cool. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Susan from For Pete's Sake Pottery. I was really excited to meet her. And then some of my Instagram friends who I've known for a few years but haven't met in real life, like Christelle from Style and Brunette and Patricia from the Preppy podcast and Mary Catherine and Lisa, and a lot of fun people. But I oh, had a whole list of people I knew I wanted to meet. And you were on that list.
0: Oh, course, you're so sweet. Well, it's just, I think one thing that was so crazy to me in this setting, because I've never been to a conference where your social media is like connected to it and really a main source. A lot of these women, that's how they make money, that's how they share their business. And it was so amazing to feel the love instantly and, and like, and I love one thing you said too. one thing that surprised me about the conference and just the experience in and of itself is how welcoming. I mean, I didn't have a Mm -hmm. meal that wasn't, you know, offered to connect with, Yeah, you know, I think that was something that really surprised me. Like you said, Kate, just being like, Hey, do you have dinner plans for the fact that people were asking me to dinner or lunch? I was like, what, this is so nice and so fun to be able to connect in that way. I, I think that was something that was really surprising to me as well. Well, tell me this, what was your favorite TSC activity that we kind of stepped into and why?
1: Yeah, I personally loved the swag market. It was fun to, of course, get to do, we all were calling it while we were there, kind of adult (laughs) trick-or-treating. But from a product perspective, owning a shop myself, it was really cool to be able to see how people were, kind of pitching their products and explaining them how they were packaging them, how they were going about, um, kind of interweaving them into the story of being at the Southern Sea and how they thought it would be a good fit for the attendees who were there. So it was just really interesting, both from getting to meet new brands, but also doing a little bit of intel on how can I make my shop better? How can I describe my shops better? How can wow. I package my things more beautifully? So that one was really fun for me.
0: Well, I didn't even think of that because I don't have a product, but mm-hmm. you're saying as you were walking through and tell us, tell us a little bit more about what you mean. Cause some of some of the people listening might yeah. not even know what was that experience like we walked into this room and
1: <laughs> yes. So we walked into this room, there were actually a few different rooms set up and brands could sign up to be a part of a swag market where all the attendees would get a really beautiful tote bag and then you could go from table to table and pick up a product complimentary from these brands who are participating and get to take it home with you which was really fun and so there were brands who were jewelry designers they were fellow artists there they were people who own these really cool baby strollers there who were giving out um, like cookies i think mimosas and stuff and then (laughs) Um, other really fun products and you got to hear a little bit about their story and their brand. And then they got to love on you by giving you their product to hopefully take home and enjoy. And so it was a really cool experience to get to meet them and get to see their product and hear about it. And I know a lot of us were talking afterwards that now we're going to hopefully think of those shops whenever we have friends' birthdays coming up or holidays or stuff like that. So I was considering – participating in it myself, but I kind of Mm -hmm. wanted to just be at the conference and kind of absorb everything first and then maybe consider it for next year. So I'll be very curious to talk to some of the people who did participate to see how it went, um, what they might do differently next year, logistically, how they got all their products there, kind of all that stuff.
0: Well, I thought of that too logistically. And maybe I wonder if anyone who's joining in this mini series, if they would be someone who could answer that question for us. I'm racking my brain. But it's amazing to hear from your perspective. And this just goes to show how in my experience, every element of last week was like a learning opportunity to really Mm -hmm. be able to say, okay, what do my products look like? And you guys, Jessica's products are amazing. She's extremely talented and very creative. So to think of okay, what would your booth look like. And the fact that you were thinking that way, I mean, the whole swag market was so much fun and such a shock to me. I mean, I was asking people, how much is all this stuff? Yeah. And they were like, no, it's not, it's all good. And so it's really cool to hear your perspective as someone who had a product that you were kind of eyeing things and looking to see what it looked like. Should you join in at some point? Oh, that's so cool. Well, tell us this. Who was your favorite speaker? I know that's a loaded question.
1: I know. There are so many. So I would say, okay, I have two that I wrote down. The first I'll go quickly with. I was just really looking forward to hearing from the Tucker Nuck girls and hearing their panel with Caroline Wright. They just gave such practical advice about how to strategically think about newsletters and sending text messages, which is something that I've been of had on the back of my radar but it seemed really daunting so it was cool to see them break it down on a really practical tangible letter or level Mm -hmm. um and then i also was really looking forward to hearing from morgan and brett from buru especially since collaborations were one of the main reasons why i wanted to come to the southern sea so it was really inspiring and interesting to hear from them about what all went into that and um how they work through collaborations to make it fun and exciting for The collaborator that they're working with, making it really feel like them, but also still keeping in line with the BURU brand and even practical things like how they go about launching them in terms of how long the turnaround time is. I didn't realize that they usually only lasted 48 hours, which feels so fast. So they kindly answered a question for me about how do you handle photography for that in terms of sneak peeks or if something sells out. So it was really interesting to hear their perspective on how they work through collaborations for shop launches.
0: Well, and you just reminded me, uh, I agree the Tucker nut conversation. I, I, I didn't know that they were, I I was thinking, okay, I don't know exactly what I'm gonna get out of this. I'm not a product based company, like a service industry, but could not agree more. They dove into newsletters. Like I've never
1: Mm -hmm. heard. (laughs) Yeah. I know such practical little nuggets. Like I didn't even think about how they said the most underutilized email that you can send is a shipping confirmation email. And I don't think twice about that. And so now I actually ordered some dresses from them from their sample sale right before the conference. And so one of my action steps is to go back to that newsletter to see what they added into it, to see if there was something that I could maybe think about adding to mine to make the most use out of it.
0: it. What do you use for your newsletters currently, or do you use anything?
1: Yeah. So I use ConvertKit. My shop right now is run through Squarespace and I've been using Squarespace and ConvertKit for quite a while now. But one of the things that I very clearly learned while I was there that has kind of been nagging me in the back of my mind is that I want to switch over to Shopify. Mm, And it's just a much stronger e-commerce platform, but it seemed really daunting with the, I think I probably have 150 products at this point. And so trying to migrate those from Squarespace to a different platform has just seemed like it would be a little bit harder than it might be worth. But everyone was reiterating that that is the smart thing to do. And my mentor, from the lunch that we had, she actually let me know that there's apparently an app that will migrate it over for you. Um, so it might be easier than I was thinking. Oh. So that's something I'm really excited to look into. But they, I guess, partner with Clavio, which I hadn't even heard of before yeah. the conference. And so that's another thing I'm looking into switching, kind of in tandem with changing over to Shopify, would be updating to Clavio to do emails and then maybe even the text messages marketing and stuff like that.
0: I mean, that whole presentation was amazing. And if you guys are looking for inspiration, the newsletters that I have not unsubscribed to, (laughs) and (laughs) maybe maybe I'm biased because they're all previous podcast guests, but I love Maggie Gavigan's, Mignon Gavigan. I love their newsletter. I love Buru's Morgan Hutchinson Mm -hmm. and Brett. And then the Nat Note, of course, is the queen of um kind of email marketing newsletters. So, yeah. highly recommend those three. Those are kind of where I'm looking for inspiration as to okay, what could an email look at, look like every Tuesday? How can we get Emily's edits out? So, I love that that was something yeah. that you you landed on as well.
1: Yeah, and Maggie is definitely another one of if I had more time to add in a third speaker, her <sighs> talk was really wonderful as well. Yeah,
0: on all, all brand <laughs> yeah, on brand um kind of identity, I guess is, yeah. is maybe how you would best say it. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, you've shared quite a few different lessons that you've kind of, you know, mentioned. Yeah. What would be maybe this is a bigger umbrella, the greatest lesson that you walked away with?
1: Yeah, so I was kind of thinking about it in terms of how I knew I wanted to put myself out there while I was at the conference before going, I am definitely more introverted by nature. And I think a lot of the people who I met there said the same about themselves. And when you're going to be meeting 250 people, I think someone had mentioned at the very beginning of the conference that if this is your first time attending, you're going to want to try and meet everybody, but it's not going to happen. So just rest assured, like make the most of your time while you're there. Mm. And so I knew I wanted to push myself to meet new people and make connections instead of necessarily falling back into my comfort zone and hanging out with the people who I already knew, even though we hadn't necessarily met in real life before, we already have that solid foundation of a relationship. And so I made sure to carve out time to hang out with them, but I also wanted to meet as many new people as I could while I was there who I hadn't connected with before. Mm. And realizing that being genuine And being strategic aren't mutually exclusive. So I can Mm -hmm. form genuine relationships with people and even ask genuine questions while putting myself out there strategically. So on the very last day while we were there, I think you asked a question too during the BURU panel. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I wanted to ask a question from Morgan and Brett, and I learned so much from their advice. Mm -hmm. But I also really wanted to make a lasting impression on everyone who was there Mm -hmm. and ask the question the last day of the conference, so that hopefully me and my business would be top of mind for others as they look back on the conference and took final notes and reflected. Mm -hmm. And I even had someone email me on the spot while I was there, Holly from the English room to ask if I could commission or if she could commission a crest from me because she heard me mention that I designed crests. So I think Uh... that it's really cool to be able to put yourself out there just by simply asking a question. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the only way that you're able to introduce yourself to all 250 attendees, to all the speakers, even to the people who are tuning in remotely or rewatching the sessions if they're a member in a future year who's going back to watch old years, um, Southern Sea Summits. So that'd be one of my advice. The first day I really wanted to ask a question, but I was a little bit too nervous. So I kept building myself up for it and then finally did. And I think it was
0: really worth it oh my gosh well that's so awesome I I love when I get to connect with women like yourself that would identify as um, a um, introvert because mm-hmm. that's the opposite of me but I so relate to you because I have people close in my life that are extremely introverted yeah. <laughs> and so I do get to kind of understand what that looks like and I think that's such great advice because basically you guys you would go up and you would have a mic you would be able to introduce yourself and Jessica you did such a great job. Introduce your business and then ask your question. And like Jessica said, that's a lasting moment that people were able to get that introduction from you, all 250 plus the women online, plus people who are going to watch it later via video. I mean, it's like that. I love that that was one thing you really wanted to do to step up and and make sure that you were able to share your business, yourself, and connect with women, like you said, that you didn't necessarily have time to connect with one-on-one.
1: Yeah. And then there were a couple of other really wonderful takeaways that I wrote down during the presentations from people. One of them was kind of reiterated by both Mary from Mrs. Southern Social and Carrie from Callie's Hot Little Biscuits. And they both talked about what's the rush? Why do you have to accomplish this by this certain age or within this year? And I can tend to want to cram everything that I possibly can into quarter one of a year or even to an entire year. And if you're thinking about a business that has longevity and hopefully will last for years to come, I think it's just a really great heart reminder that it can happen when it's supposed to happen. And they all talked about how timing is so key. And so if something is feeling forced Maybe it's just meant for a future year or maybe a great collaboration will come that will kind of skyrocket that for you if it's a product that maybe I'm wanting to take on myself, but I can't figure out the logistics. Well, maybe some company, like I really want to get into wallpaper, putting that out into the universe. If yes. anyone wants to collaborate on wallpaper, I would love that. Oh. Um, but the logistics of that kind of scare me handling it in-house. And so it hasn't happened yet, but maybe it will happen soon. And what's the rush? Hopefully there will be plenty of time to do that. So that was one thing. I really loved. And then another takeaway was to not force anything or change your processes for a collaboration. Morgan from Roo had mentioned that. And then they both also mentioned kind of that business should be fun. Uh, Both Morgan and Brett, And Leela Rose kind of talked a lot about the fact that these are our businesses and yes, it's a lot of work, but it should feel fun. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a nice, healthy reminder to not take ourselves too seriously Mm because I can do that a lot too.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm laughing over here because you guys, if you're listening to this mini series, you will have heard my um, just kind of solo episode last week. And Jessica and I have not, we didn't discuss our answers beforehand but surprisingly, one of my main takeaways was what's the rush? Yeah. And I love that that's something that you took away as well. And it was able to, it it, it didn't take away any of my motivation or excitement. It just gave mm-hmm. me pause to be able to say, what is the rush? Let me enjoy the now, like you said. So I love that we're we're connected on that at a heart level yeah. of what's the rush. And then two, just don't change your process. That was another takeaway that I really love that you reminded me of. Um, yeah. When you're doing a collaboration or when you're doing this, you can explain that this is how we do it. And if it works, it works and that makes it fun. And if it doesn't work, that's okay too. Yeah. Absolutely! Oh my goodness. Well, you said a few, and this is something that I think when we were in Sea Island, this question was one of the ones that came to me quickly as I was kind of writing these questions on the plane <laughs> to Capo. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, what's the the main hope w- with these episodes? And I think this question really wraps it up. I'd love to know you've mentioned a few of them, but as you stepped away from the conference and as, as you look to the year ahead, what are your action items? What are we going to see you doing? What can we be looking forward to?
1: Switching to Shopify and Clavio are kind of the more practical things that I know I need to do, but some of the more exciting action items that I'm really looking forward to are a handful of the boutique owners who were there expressed interest in carrying my products in their shop wholesale. Wow. So I'm really looking forward to connecting with them. Um, two Friends was one of the shops on the island that. I wish I had carved out more time in between the end of the conference and my flight because I would have loved to go visit them in person. But I got to be in a panel group or a mentor group with one of the girls on that team. So we got to talking and that was really fun to be able to chat with her about possibly doing even a, as like Southern Sea Island kind of inspired print or something like that for their oh. shop. So that could be something maybe coming soon. Hopefully I'm not giving away any spoilers, <laughs> but I'm hoping to expand my city art print series this year and so I immediately knew that would be a really fun fit to do something like St. Simons Island. I keep getting St. Simons and Sea Island.
0: Oh, mix. Mixed they're up. well they're neighbors, aren't That's
1: they? Fun. I think so. Yeah. I think they're on St. Simon's Island. So that's kind of the theme that we would be going for. Oh. And then um, some of the other shops that were there, Fig and Dove, I got to meet those girls. We've been following each other on Instagram, but we got to meet in person and hopefully we'll do some sort of product collaboration too.
0: Oh. And my
1: friend Paige Minear introduced me to Avelie from Mimi's Boutique okay. in Georgia. And so hopefully she might want to carry some of my products. And then- A couple of really wonderful ladies from Lady and Tucker also expressed interest in carrying my products. So this week I'm following up with a lot of them to do some hopefully wholesale partnerships and maybe even some fun product design partnerships too.
0: Oh, Jessica, that is so exciting. It's so interesting to hear. And this is kind of why I wanted to do these little mini series is it's so interesting to hear your takeaways, like you're meeting with boutique owners. And I think that's the group that I probably connected with the least uh, just because I don't have, we, you know, I mean, we could overlap a little bit, but those product conversations so cool and so fun to hear that there's a lot coming for you
1: yeah and i'm really excited too this is actually something we discussed beforehand but was one of the girls who i got to meet in person for the first time christelle of style and brunette she has this really fun sneaker line. And we collaborated on a line of athletic sneakers and slip-on shoes that have my new French bow pattern on them. And they actually just came in the mail yesterday. So oh. we're planning out a launch for that, but that's really fun. We were hoping to have them in time to wear them to the conference, but just with shipping and everything, it got a little bit delayed, but I'm really, really looking forward to that. So that's a fun kind of collaboration that came in discussion when we both realized we were going to be at Southern Sea together.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, it sounds like you had just as fabulous as a time as I did. Would you recommend the Southern Sea to others?
1: Oh, yes. Hands down. (laughs) I already told Whitney and Cherie that if I could buy a lifetime pass to come back, I would. (laughs) So as soon as they release tickets for next year, I'm definitely going to be coming back. And I got a handful of questions from people when I was posting on Instagram about if you have to be a shop owner to make the most out of your time there, since that's kind of the angle I was sharing about from my experience. And so I'm really excited to be able to have people listen to all of the wide variety of guests who are coming on your show to offer different perspectives and even your perspective with the podcast episode that's coming out for your solo recap too, Uh since like you mentioned, you don't have a product shop. So I think that that's going to be really helpful for people to hear, but I a hundred percent recommend it to others.
0: so. Well, Jessica, that we're going to have to do this again because this was obviously not long enough, and I'm so (laughs) happy to continue to be connected with you. Now, I know where to find you, but can you let my listeners know where can they connect with you? Yes, absolutely.
1: I am on Instagram at simplyjessicamarie. And then my website is also simply jessicamarie.com, which is where you'll find all of my shop products. My watercolor crest bar is on that website as well. So if you're interested in commissioning an heirloom family crest or wedding crest or even personal crest, like Holly had mentioned when we were at the conference, I would be so overjoyed to get to design that for you. But Instagram is where I hang out the most. So I'd love to connect with y'all there for sure. Oh, amazing. Well,
0: I'm off to go find my crest. That is literally (laughs) (laughs) say That is so insane. My husband, I'm going to tell him later, I'm going to say, guess what my podcast guest does today. And he's going to be like, get on her website immediately. Oh my God. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. I hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.